Happy Comic Book Day and welcome back, all you four-color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, HQ for all things comic book connected. We are John and Charlie Rivera, the co-founders of U.S. Comics, and you're not. Charlie, don't be squeezing up on my back. Uh, Charlie, don't felt me up. Charlie, happy comic book day. Happy comic book day to you and to everyone Whoa. listening and watching today. As always, we are brought to you by Bad Murray Band and Sergeant Finesse Gaming. If you haven't done so already, please smash that like and or follow button and attack that like button like it's a hurricane in my brain. Got a feeling that I cannot explain and I only know it's true. Ooh, ooh, ooh. If you are even a little bit, even a tiny little bit exhausted with all of the superhero capes and tights, magic wielding bullshit as me and Charlie are, uh, then that means this week in Full binge fucking manner, you burned through the Muppets Mayhem on Disney Plus. Damn straight, Charlie. I went through, uh, I'm going to be frank, I did it in two two chunks, right? I did it in two nice. chunks, two sittings, as it were. Um, Dr. Teeth and the fucking Electric Mayhem, they, they really did it for me, bro. I absolutely enjoyed the bejesus out of this gold tooth having show. Bro. I feel like I didn't know you were into Muppets. Like, when Muppets pop up, and it's every year, because Muppet Christmas Carol is like a family tradition. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm always, like, a little surprised, because I have distinct memories of Muppets, to me, is like a universal love. Like, if you don't sure. love Muppets, you don't there's, know how. There's something fully the matter with you. So if you can't appreciate a sock... Beginning a fucking proctology exam by a full-on puppet master and just Google eyes, just giving people nightmares here and there, uh, just arbitrarily. I can then something's wrong. I can explain my love for for uh, specifically the Muppets right. very easily and succinctly. It's not that every year I rock Muppet Christmas Carol a few times. It's not like yeah. throughout the year. Charlie I, just did it last week. It's true. I literally listen to the soundtrack all the time. Like if I'm feeling even a little blue. However, I went to the Muppet. The the last the the last time they kind of brought back the Muppets with Homeboy from How I Met Your Mother, Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel, his led Muppets movie, mm -hmm. right? It's his big relaunch. I go to the theater in the middle of the afternoon with two dudes. I go Bobby Alton, Wayne Dwyer. Bobby's sitting between how, us. How are you gonna name check? Well, because it's very it's very important. These poor bastards. Because Bobby won a giveaway last week. And I think it's true. important people know he's a monster. That's true. Because that's we're true. alone in the theater. Because it's the middle of the afternoon. Of Late in its run. I can't believe they allowed three men of your caliber. Wayne and I sat there. Clearly intended for children. We sat there with our popcorn and our sodas. Mm -hmm. And because we were alone in this theater, sang along with every hit. That is so Every Everybody. Like full. Uh -huh. Bobby looked at us Thank like we were total schmucks. God. Forget about me sitting in that same theater with you guys as strangers. Me sitting in there with you guys knowing you. Oh, man. You would have been singing right along with oh, us. Oh, man. The joy. Because I heard you teaching. Just, just the sheer uh, uh, fucking note checking that would have been coming from my direction. Never mind the fact that you guys are just blowing hot wind in the middle of the flick. Just um, the best. And that's my awful. sort of connection to Muppets. It's not ever present. Mm. But the moment I see a Muppet, right. I'm thrilled. And I got to tell you, I personally, I don't know what you're pointing at at all. 
the, the, the layouts. What about it? So we lost the comments. No, we didn't. That's exactly the setup it's supposed to be. Um, very, very weird. Very weird thing, because we did this last week, too. A little number. What are you, what are you putting at now? I'm so Nothing. scared. It's Nothing. a window. Just From the window to, to the wall. And anyway, let's save everybody a little bit of trouble here. Um, this is one of those shows that when it fucking dropped, I really don't think anybody knew what to expect. All I knew so, was Kevin Smith was in it. So you, naturally, because you got the email blast. Yes. Um. So Charlie, so his experience, or look, everybody has an experience with the Muppets. It's not mm. a question of, are Muppets part of your life? It's more, whether or not Elmo touched you. It well, he touched everybody. We like we and we paid Allegedly. good money for it too. No, no, no. I, I've got video footage. <laughs> um, uh, it's really more a question of like, okay, at what point did the whatever level of Muppet involvement in your in your fucking miserable life did it actually happen? And um, I mean, for me as an eighty kid, eighties kid, I had the straight. I feel like I'm eighty, but uh, as an eighties <laughs> kid, I straight up had the Muppet show. For you though, yeah, and and I'm I have to stop taking these multiple choice exams, uh, figuring like I and I know what Charlie's gonna say too. Well, you know, it like rings my bell. I love a quiz. Charlie, I would have sworn would have been a Muppets Muppet Babies kid, man. Well, Muppet Babies Muppet were Babies was the jam. Muppet Babies is so vital to my existence. I know that when they relaunched, that's it, why I was like. As like See. they relaunched at one point, like as actual Muppet babies, like they were Muppets of the babies. Although Muppet, and there was a moment where I was like, "Baby puppet." Yeah, I was like, "I'm gonna watch the shit out of this," and I was like, "No, no, Jesus there's no Christ. way this is for me." When did they do that? I don't know, it, but it was bizarre because in my head that opening, I knew Muppets baby. Technically, technically, Muppet babies was my introduction to Star Wars. Well, that's that opening credits. That was see... the other thing, man. The Muppet Babies cartoon, to be specific, um, was Babies. so specific, and they had, they clearly had like naked pictures of Lucas or Spielberg or oh, some yeah. combination of the two, because they had access to that entire like way before Disney was involved, uh, way before any uh, any streaming type of uh, chicanery was on was uh, happening behind the scenes. They were like, no, we're going to make a Muppet Babies Raiders of Lost Ark, and you're going to sit there and watch it. And we did, and it was outstanding. But also, it had such a significant like impact on me. The fact that that's not a current show, where just it's a... I, I literally pitched this to you like it was an original idea. I'm just realizing now. I just want them to do the Muppet Babies again, where each episode is something beloved. But we went as far as like the big pitch from the Brothers Rivera, at least the chubbier one, was like, do shit you shouldn't do. Do Muppets Robocop. Oh, like, I yeah. just want to see the shit out of it. Appropriate Muppets uh, Boondock Saints. Oh my God. Like, like, you, you, and the cartoon gave us twins that we actually that's we, true. We really didn't uh, scooter and now scooter. And they couldn't possibly be worse at fake Irish accents. No, There's no, no way. No. Like a Muppet version of a bad accent they is just a choice. They couldn't intentionally be worse than the Irish accents um, that we got. But um, just to get back to the fucking point. Back to the mayhem? Here, here Back to the mayhem indeed. Um, here we had, I'm not sure who pitched it. Uh, if it was something like... That's what I was saying. Um, if it was something more of the line, more along the lines of like, oh, we're going to do something with the Muppets that we haven't done yet. Yeah. Because... When I saw that the show was coming, I was like, great, absolutely. Go ahead, mark that down on the calendar. I'm going to watch the the fuzzy, felt, uh, empty-ass shit out of this fucking show. And um, I had a f completely different 
expectation. Really? I, I 100%, and, and as I said, because my experience is first uh, the actual show, which, um, I don't know if you remember the Muppet show. I, it was in crazy all. syndication. All right. So I saw the so shit out of it, okay. yeah. So, so there were two things, there were two elements of the show that I absolutely loved. And I loved it even before I knew. I'm talking about the original TV yeah. uh, pro- program. Program. Make it three because that opening was straight fire. Just one of the greats. Which is, which is a tradition that the the Muppets Mayhem uh, carries over because their opening was dynamite. Just a banger. This was one of those openings where like skip credit, a skip opening. I'm like, no, I will smack you in the face if you even suggest How that again. Dare you? Holy shit! By the end of the by the end of the the show. I, I was singing every lyric, the, the fucking hitting every note. Um, but no, so the original show, actually, Cousin, Cousin Paul will definitely be... <laughs> Cousin Paul with his own pitch. He's holding out for a Muppets U.S. Comics cast episode. I can absolutely see that. If they design the puppets, I'm exactly, in. Exactly. Can you imagine the, the four, uh, the gruesome foursome of opinions? John and Charlie... Statler and Waldorf, <laughs> just the four of us in the balcony ripping them up. People um, have called us the Puerto Rican Statler and Waldorf. Yeah, yeah, That's us. Just we, a fact. We 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 yeah, call ourselves that. It's on my breast. But um, so yeah, so the show had those two elements that I really loved. Um, that it was a show going on, right? And we were also as well as seeing the behind the scenes going on. So I'm like, this is of the Muppet Show. This is behind the curtain, literally. Uh, and it's like a vantage point that you don't get really very often that only a Muppets type of action could give you access to. I'm realizing the Muppet Show taught me shows were a thing. It's brilliant. Because the they were like, they were like, our uh, guest host is fucking Luke the Skywalker. Show, the then show you'd see him behind. It is brilliant. Damn straight. And Charlie is holding up Mjolnir like a fucking Thunder Master that he is because, <laughs> yes, absolutely. My other favorite. God damn it. <laughs> my other favorite aspect of the show. Uh, so almost similar to like a Scooby-Doo, where I'm like, the, the guest stars on a weekly basis were dynamite, but also as well as I saw the show really in syndication. Mm. Um, so a weekly you're show. you're fucking old, but you're not that old. I'm just saying, you're like very, very like older I was watching me, but weekly, not Which is hard to do. Uh, I was watching a, a syndicated show that was a weekly show. I was watching it daily, right? Um, just fucking dynamite. So, so truly... Because I think that was my uh, my formative Muppet experience, I figured, okay, well, that's what this show will be. The focus is on oh, the house band. I don't like that. Anybody who's unfamiliar, shame on you. But uh, just so that it said, the focus is not on the, the Muppets proper, Kermit, Gonzo, Miss Piggy, and so on. This, rather, is the focus on the house band. So imagine The Tonight Show, but they never show whoever the fuck is hosting The Tonight Show nowadays. Um, They focus on the house band, who's the electric mayhem with their leader, Dr. Teeth. Now, they also happen to be, in essence, a Muppet version of The Who, and The Who, uh, uh, a fucking Grateful Dead, rather. Um, I'm like, who? Who was that, man? Again? You so, played that game all by yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I, yeah. The one time I leave you out to I'm dry, like, oh, he's on like, first. <laughs> He'll so, find it. He's like, yeah, I got time. I got time before my segment. Um, so yeah, so in essence, they're on the road. They don't record albums. Blah blah blah. Uh, and, and Charlie, I could po- not possibly have been more fucking wrong. What was your le- what was your ex what was your expectation going into the show, knowing that it's. A Muppet show, sure, but it's not the 
the A-listers. Yeah, so a few years ago, ABC tried like a new version of The Muppet Show, where they were kind of putting on The Tonight Show. Um, you have, you've unfettered. Go to the left. Never mind. You're less, you're more fettered. There you go. Um, what are you laughing at? How else was I supposed to explain that to you? That my screens are backwards. Any other way. It was You're a bastard-coded bastard with bastard sauce. I thought it was going to be like the new version of The Muppet Show, which honestly, I wouldn't have been that into. I thought it was going to be like a quasi-documentary. Oh, like a, like a I thought it was going to be like The season. Office. I thought it was going to be like The Office following the band. Like the Because that's office. what their last show was. It was basically right. The Office yeah, yeah. by way of The Muppets, right. which should work. Like, on paper, that sounds like a good idea. Like a, like a single camera yeah. Muppet show. And, like, they cut to, like, it's Kermit being interviewed. I had no interest in yeah. putting an animal in a box. Well, the other thing also is that, um, and obviously, again, animal probably being the, the Wolverine of the fucking Electric Mayhem, where he's just in everything. Um, that's interesting. But you know what? If this had happened, like, this endeavor mm. had happened even maybe three years ago, yeah. they probably would have would have gone that route, but... The single camera TV show is Muppets Tonight. Ellis reminded me of the name. Those Muppet, Muppets Tonight. Muppets Tonight. Right, I right, think right. was either the show in the show or was the name of the show proper. Yeah. I, I I can see how that's like kind of a it was clever cute. spin, but it it's also a little at this point now would be kind of dated because other than maybe Kirby Enthusiasm, those type of shows yeah. have what uh, I what have I run their course. What I love about what they did do was I I was not expecting them to pull off the. The tricks they did, but when they pulled off the tricks, tremendously obvious. Guest stars yeah. being super shoehorned into Muppets is like a rite of passage. Yeah, because like, and this I won't spoil. That's it part for of reason, the Muppets DNA. But like, they literally have Post Malone like will walk into a frame and they're like, "Hi, Post Malone." He's like, yeah. "What's up, everybody?" And he fucks off. And I love, I love Solid celebrities just showing Post up. Post be like, "I don't want to ruin anything, so I'm just gonna go ahead and." Grab the weirdest fucking cat. And he's also not in the season. <laughs> right, right. Um, also, I didn't, I was not necessarily one of these people who were like the Muppets band. Fuck yeah. I knew about Dr. Teeth because his name precedes the band. And I knew Animal. And I knew the hippie chick because it's like there's one Muppet you want to smash. She's it's her so or Miss Piggy. Distinctive sounding that like you, <sighs> when, when someone even remotely sounds like, like, yes. uh, like her. Um, it just automatically you, it, it fucking flashes in your brain is it, how... is it not the greatest one note joke though cause that, that I think they did 11 episodes it's 10 or 11 episodes mm -hmm. and I never got sick of her every time every well, time she popped up I was like every member of the band I love yeah yeah that's. I that, fell that's in love with thing. this group with, with this group of characters this collection of characters um, there isn't a stinker in the in the group and even more to the point, and this is not really spoilerish because at this point, if you haven't seen the show in its entirely entirety, you should at least be a familiar with who's involved. Yeah. And uh, if you're going through that cast list, even uh, being being like uh, intentionally witty over the top, like "haha, I got you there." There's not a single fucking person in that cast. You're like, well, that's the bad guy. Yeah. The show again, no spoilers. The show don't don't have a bad guy. You know who the bad guy is. Tarek. Fucking life. <laughs> and life is the big douche running around in the background of all of our collective stories, uh, which, frankly, that was one of the most refreshing things about it. Like, Charlie had mentioned the the, the two big... Um, was there two or three? Because also, um, what's-a-face with the scar from SNL and from... Um, 
She did the French, the I, French Kermit. I one. think you've totally lost me. So the, there, there have been like multiple recent uh, Muppet proper uh, movie adaptations. Yeah, Muppets adaptation. Most Wanted. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's exactly right. Uh, whereas you know, I'm still sitting around waiting for my Dracula. Tina Fey is who you were thinking Tina of. Tina Fey. Uh, I'm still waiting for my Dracula Muppet <laughs> fucking uh, uh, movie for my man. I'm like, don't don't think you're gonna go run around playing with the real puppets when you've already promised me an entirely different Muppet Dracula musical. Oh fuck! Why why are they not doing the Dracula musical with the Muppet cast? <laughs> Two great tastes that taste great together. That should just go to Broadway. I. Straight like no out of town engagement. <laughs> no, just, no, and honestly, right to the life just CM drop it at best. Just charge me four hundred dollars yeah, yeah, to take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you deserve it, Muppets. Yeah, you, you, I'll call my shot for you. So, but but I'll speak for myself. It was not anything at all like what I expected. While at the same time, I loved every it was every drop. Everything I wanted it to the be. The music was dynamite. The characters. Now I think they do have the benefit of. Like you said, nobody. N- I shouldn't say nobody because <laughs> Christian, uh, who who uh, we've we've worked with several times, um, there are super fans. They could tell you some of these band members' birthdays yeah. and what they're allergic to, food wise. And, and I would argue the band doesn't know their birthdays. No, for sure. Well, they cl- if you watch so they clearly <laughs> fucking don't. Um, but the majority, I think, of people who are tuned who are tuned in already uh, or planning to tune in. They don't really have that much invested in these characters, with with the exception of being Animal, because yeah. again, Animal is absolutely. Well, I will spoil this. They full on Disney Plus a baby Animal, and I don't know how that's not its own series. Go ahead. You know the beef that's currently happening right now between Grogu and uh, Gizmo. Yes. Take them both. Sorry, guys, you lost. Grogu, Grogu here, Gizmo here. Smash them together a couple times. <laughs> Just like uh, Ken and Barbie when you're like, they're going to make out, but I, I'm too young to know what that is. Smash them together a bunch of times. Wait, that's not how you make out? That's how I do it. Oh, okay, me too. Just yeah, throw them sure. right out the fucking window because Baby Animal might be the, the king of kings when it comes to adorable, adorable baby versions. Then obviously the cartoon uh, kind of let us know what to expect. Yeah. Granted, there was no no bonnet and bib involved, which cartoon Baby Animal had, but um, just fucking adorable. And maybe even more eloquent than when Silent Bob finally decides to open his trap in, in his uh, outings. Just, ugh, just eloquent as That's, the day is long. You left one out. Luckily, Joker Stream from the Purple Side is here. Baby Rocket. Sometimes the, the voice of reason has to come from Twitch. A madman. Joker's Stream uh, over at to Twitch. Absolutely. The, your super sanity has yet again saved the day. I don't care what Bruce Wayne's talking I, about. So wait. So yeah, Baby Baby Rock wait, is pretty fucking adorable. So we have uh, Baby Animal. Yeah. Disney. Or Banimal. Gro- like oh, first and first. Mostly. We need to make that a shirt. Stat. Banimal coming soon. Um, Grogu. <laughs> Disney. Right. Baby Rocket. Disney. Yeah. Who owns Gremlins? Disney. Does yeah. I think Disney own Yo, the next movie's coming. I'll ask you this, as the resident um male underpant wrestling. Baby expert, Groot! We're stupid. There's gonna be nah. a baby universe. But see, here's the here's the thing. Here's my I'm about umbrage. to get enraged. My umbrage with baby Groot. John, the show's early in its day. <laughs> That's fine. I'm I'm, I'm I will start I'm looking off the forward set. To, to the eventual fucking Thunderdome. Um Baby Groot is a baby. But I'm not sure how Grootish 
He is. We have gotten multiple little little fling-offs, little twigs, little Fair. blah, blah, blah. Baby Elmo, we've established Joker. Fuck Baby Elmo. Elmo, Elmo Fuck Ian Baby Elmo. is a monster, so we may as well call him Baby Monster at this point. I would say this. In the, the final four, right, where you have the, the solid, fuzzy uh, tag <laughs> team action, um, where you have Baby Grogu teaming up with his mortal enemy now, uh, Baby oh, Gizmo. They had to see if they could work together. And then you have on the other side, Baby Animal. Animal. Um, I always got to go with the, the the people with the best uh, with the best uh, mic skills. Like that's who's gonna walk away with the fair with the championship belt. Fair guys, I I absolutely I really really enjoyed the show. Actually, even for if you want a single reason, there are multiple reasons. Um, but for the, the, the single, and I think the most important reason for me is a change of pace, man. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta, What's... you gotta jazz it up. You gotta go for a different condiment from the refrigerator it, fucking It's not door. ice cream. It's not gelatin. I can't believe it's not butter. I can't believe it's not butter. You have that between meals. No, when you're having multiple courses, they give you a little frozen treat. Like as a palate cleanser. It mm -hmm. is sherbet or some bullshit. I not mean, sherbet. Sherbet is delicious. Sherbet is just... I'm too just fat delicious. to use a food analogy is what I just learned. <laughs> so just say, leaving it in palate cleanser would have been fine. Alas, I didn't go down that road. I'm a fucking tryhard when you're here. You invade my space <laughs> and look at this like, effort I'm pouring mm, out. Yes, I know that certainly between my meals. I like the palate cleanser. I just take a mint leaf and I suck <laughs> on it for a few seconds. John, for me, it all came down to not only was it a change of pace yeah my god it's one of those shows that like the message is so on the nose but it like feels one of the themes of the show is just like hey man love yourself for whoever you are there's a character whose goal is to make the world happy true, even true. if they're not i need that shit that every is, now and, and then that's throughout Dude, so I, it's one of those things where like you see a face or a particular felt color of yeah. skin, and you're like, hey, I know I'm going to get a pick-me-up here. Oh, I know I'm going to get this. And like Charlie I said, need shit like that the, all the, the, time. the cameos that were included, um, they weren't necessarily wedged in. The, the, the way the script was written, um, it was intentionally like, <laughs> okay, this is insert cameo here, but... The cameos that they that they fucking picked worked perfectly. Like the faces that I wasn't expecting, I'm like, oh, again, full Leo standing uh, standing up on the edge of the couch, pointing at the screen. I'm like, oh shit, look who it is. There's a couple it was, though. It just worked great. There's a couple of just like people were available, and they showed for every cameo. Like Kevin Smith is part of the story. Yeah. That episode at the end has another famous director. Yeah. Arguably a more famous director fucking show up to redo a gag from earlier in the episode. Yeah. And you know what I did sitting in my chair? Yay! <laughs> I had... Uh, honestly, there's... there's I have nothing bad to say. This is one Me of either. those nothing programs that, like, anyone who tries to be critical about it, I, I'm gonna, like, slow blink at them. Because it's like, what do you fucking do? Yeah. It's a rainbow, you asshole! Like, just uh, enjoy it! Uh, uh, anyone who tries to come to you and say that... Um, you know, the show didn't accomplish X, Y, Z. My expectation was this. They're fucking full of shit. Because I, I said it before. I'm going to say it again. I'll double down. The percentage of people out there who are, you know, who, who hang their fandom on the fucking hook of the electric mayhem. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> Unless you're a direct descendant of Jim Henson. 
Um, it's them and it's it's his kids and Christian from the secret stash. What's funny enough is if you asked any of the cast members of Electric Mayhem and, and the band members, are like, nah, man, like whatever you like, it'd be totally cool. They were they were just it was just a fun show. And to um, to further reiterate on Charlie's point, every episode has one of those um, kind of like hello. Um, here's the here's the light. Like, here's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the light. Here's the situation. And I'll tell you this: none of them are like. Oh my God! Oh, heroin's addicted. Oh, heroin's addicted to crack. <laughs> Holy shit! Animals addicted to heroin. Oh no! I, I had no idea. That can't possibly be good for them. Um, it was like nothing like that. But they were all. They weren't tropes. They were like, oh, oh yeah, got it. I got yeah. it. Here's a little familiar ground for you to navigate around, and you're sitting back like, <laughs> I hope they get to figure out this one. You know they're gonna. You know it, it's gonna be just fine. It also feels like whoever like did the punch up or the second view of the script, mm -hmm. it seems like they took it and they were like, let's lower the stakes here because this point there's one part where two siblings fight, which I always pay like close attention to because I'm like that doesn't make any goddamn sense. Put those down. Um, no. <laughs> There's always these like moments where that could be like so over the top. And yeah. the, the, literally the story of that episode is like, you vaguely hurt my feelings. And then the other person like didn't take it back. It's like actually very mature while being for anyone. Sure. Like sure. you could take as much from those morality tales as you need. palatable to anyone. Um, I, I would have thought that you took the most numbers of like... 20 minutes? No, 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 no. You mean 20 weeks? That's how you play that shit out. But yeah, no, like Charlie said, that every single episode has a little different flavor. And and to the to the degree of like, you know what it reminded me of? Like, this could have been, uh, had they had, you know, better choices, they made better choices with their lives uh, back then, this could have easily been uh, a show on the TGIF block. 100%. Like, this is completely, completely uh, in uh, non-offensive whatsoever, uh, entertaining. Like, fucking, if you don't like Urkel, there's something really the matter with you, man. Urkel's hilarious, okay? <laughs> hilarious. I, I will say this. It still works. I will say this. There is one thing I didn't like. This shouldn't have been a binged show. Oh. I should have had an episode a week for 11 weeks. You know what would have served me better? is if I had that little slice of happy, this, like, low-stakes, delicious joy, <laughs> fucking maybe give me two up front and then run for ten weeks. We could have had this <laughs> until the end of July, and, and instead what's going to happen is even... People if, forget. If they do a second season, it's going to feel, and I didn't mention this last week, no. much like Sweet Tooth, I forget about Sweet Tooth outside of the moments... I'm watching it, and I love Sweet Tooth. Sorry, I'm so, I'm not on purpose. No, baby, no, baby, come back, no, baby, come back. Um, I because Sweet Tooth is another show. I I think there yeah. are bingeable shows, sure. and I what's interesting though is I find myself more and more rooting for shows to oddly enough return to that old, um, that that old that old kind of style of television. Now right. Ellis over on Facebook is saying no one forced me to binge. I call bullshit because this isn't like this isn't like pie. You're not gonna get a stomach ache from ten episodes of fucking electric mayhem. No. It's delicious but and it's in front of me and I have no self-control. Th there are I have things. no self-control. We know. <laughs> there there are certain things that will not get to in the uh, to-do list when you fucking when you uh, binge the show as much Do as you think we want to? Anyone 
he because again, Ellis continues to say, like, mm -hmm. you can just do whatever you want, let binge people binge. Is there something gained that I'm not aware of from the ability to binge? Some shit, like complex dramas, like Secession would be a terrible show binging. At a while, after a while, it becomes fucking white noise. Tell your mother. With that being said, there are other, like, some sci-fi shit I think is better served binging because it's like some episodes are action, some are story building. You know what I really think it is? I Tell think me now. It, I think it's because of your personal tastes mm. where when something kind of hits on all those right levels, we are like, if I can binge it, I'm yeah. going to fucking empty this container uh, can we right compromise? the fuck now. Can we compromise? Maybe give an episode a day. <laughs> so this way you have to wait like two weeks if you want to binge everything, but someone like me yeah. gets a little sparkle of magic because it was I magical think, I to think me. The issue, the issue there really becomes kind of like the Disney Plus uh, schedule. You know, where they, where they have certain things that are rolling out, like Mandalorian, fucking... Uh, they've got the um, Skeleton Crew is yeah. going to be dropping soon. Does so it feel like it's have... an afterthought because they dropped it all at once? Yeah, for sure. For sure. They, but but that, that should be the case. Like, the onus should be put on certain shows with the bigger budgets and with the bigger expectation levels. Mm. Like I said, I don't think we're unique in the sense of like, yeah, I'm going to watch this, but I am not so super invested that if fucking, you know, it, you know, if they don't do a certain thing, like if we don't get the, the you know, uh, fucking Dr. Teeth's parents' backstory, I'm going to be furious. Nobody said that. They were dentists. No. <laughs> Did you not Spoiler. watch the episode? Spoiler alert, man. <laughs> um, um, with that being said. I never, never would have thought that. So it was one of the things where there are going to be people out there who are like, all right, let me check out one episode. They're like, hey, this was delightful. Let me check out nine now. I think that's where they're going to garner most of their momentum. Gotcha. So for certain shows, I think it's a show-by-show -show basis. Because they want Muppets, obviously, to return to form. They, well, they want, want Muppets, Muppets to be, to be a another tentpole. Um, do you think they serve that? Well, what it, what it did for you is that it took, um, like, the, the again, the B-team, right? At best, the B-team Muppets. Uh, I would say probably not even. They're probably more like the C team because yeah. the Sesame Street Muppets are really the B team. Yeah. Um, uh, um, so so yeah, I think absolutely. There's they've shown that there's a this lot was of their Iron Man felt covered meat on that bone, and you can tell many many stories. Like we were joking about it before, kind of having the Muppet, um, like the Muppet flavor being being applied to uh, almost any content that's out there, and especially considering that they are part of the Disney family and as much fucking Disney content, you know, IP that there is out there, you can Muppetify so many things. I would like a Muppet thing every six months. Oh, my God. Just, like just give some, me some specials. Just some random fucking Muppet special version. You know how Lucas always wants to fuck around with his toys? Yeah. Make him do it Muppet style. I'll rewatch episode one if it was Muppets. <sighs> rewatch episode one now, you'll realize... It's kind of Half Muppets. of them were Muppets, bro. <laughs> you look at that fucking cantina scene, you're like, what? I'm, I'm pretty sure Gonzo is actually a day one member uh, of that cantina. But the bottom line is this, final thought. Uh, anyone who goes into that show with even remotely of an open heart, a glimmer of love in their eyes, and with lacking even a single percentage out of that 100% negativity and grumpy face... Um, if they tell you, yep, I watched it and I didn't like it, they are one thing and one thing only, and that is a chinless, toy boy-loving, lion motherfucker like George 
Lucas, because why, Charlie? Why? Because... Han shot first. Oh, shit. I'm salute. Ha ha! Woo! Delicious. What the fuck are you giving us? Uh... Oh, not a sponsor, but they can be. Boondock Saints rum. I'm not normal. Oh, I'm sorry, color. whiskey. Even better. Even better. Love it. Jonathan, what? What is it about Disney lately that they they give for a while? They do. Then they take away some joy. Oh, wow. Then they're like, you want a, a fucking delicious little mermaid? That's I really a different, do. Different flavor Absolutely. than the last time yes, you jade yes. off to. What's Here's a next? new one. No? Why does he have to immediately no, go Duff. there? John Duff. That's what I call it. Every time I play with my Pishkadil, I'm Johnning off. Oh, that's even worse. It's like a sign-off. Johnning off. John! How have you felt about the whole of Star Wars in your lifetime? Does Star Wars make you happy or does it make you sad? On the collective whole? <laughs> Preparation H and Star Wars feels good. I, I, uh, I'm a Star Wars fan. That's not to say that every iteration or every mm. little flavor that I get uh, is uh, outstanding. Like Much like my uh, takedown of Visions uh, Season 2. Yes, yeah, oh my god, brutal. Uh, After that brutality, though, I felt the need to rewatch Visions 1. All right. and and Visions 1 is I'll, spectacular. Visions 1 is outstanding. Visions 2. You know, again, I liked it more than you did. One thing, though, is I think with Star Wars, there are certain absolutes. Yeah. If you like Star Wars, but you do. don't like Empire, you're wrong. That's not tenable. You can't you can't justify it. You're like, no one fucking rips episode one and three, baby. Empire sucks. But Jedi though be like, what the fuck do you what's how what? I I would be confused. Are you an Ewok that's giving this opinion? You could because be an Ewok. then I kinda see it. I mean cannibal motherfuckers. I think one of the things that is without question, yeah. and you know people are getting excited because it featured the fucking blue-skinned maniac we're about to see hit live action finally. Gonzo? We're still talking about Gonzo's Gonzo? Gonzo's back. The Gonzo of Star Wars <laughs> um, was first introduced in a series of books that felt and were, were known to be like the true original continuation Beloved. of Star Wars. And it all started with Heir to the Empire. Hell yeah, baby. The first Debatably sequel. the second best trilogy in all of Star Wars, dumb. Ellis, you sit down <laughs> for this, my brother. So I, I, I've never met someone that read Heir to the Empire yeah. and wasn't enthralled with Thrawn. Like... Thrawn, as far as... It's a great character, man. Thrawn is a great character. In Star Wars Legends, all the Star Wars stuff that doesn't count, ten there's like a theme. People try to make a badass combo good, of... Good writing. <laughs> solid <laughs> plots. It's very different than Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> but what they always do is they kind of take, they <laughs> take Han and Luke and mush them together. Yeah. For the most part, no one really said, let who would the fuck take over? On, the on Emperor the doesn't Emperor instantly side? fall apart, so who is this heir? It's the Empire. And this first series of books, the first book being Heir to the Empire, introduces Thrawn, who we know, 
who we know the current creative Just team. Just a blue skinned beauty, rocking like a white jacket, like he's going to a wedding in the middle of July. Oh man, Thrawn is the best. Thrawn is about to be introduced to us in the lovely, lovely Ahsoka show. Neither are you, Ellis. The excitement that people are dying to see a picture. People at Celebration saw it, and they like made everyone kill their cameras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the excitement as <clears throat> the voice actor from the children, cartoon when like, they that brought him back. That kid's got a big mouth. So let him out. So Legends has been slowly working its way in to, to Star a, Wars. They kind of borrowed what they wanted, yeah. and of course the Dave Filoni, who is the 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 co-captain of current Star Wars cowboy hat wearing motherfucker. Who loves Star Wars more than anyone has loved anything? And Ellis. And Ellis is making a movie. And you know what rumors started to circulate this week? None other than him basically adapting Air to the Empire. Which, taking which, a Legends. You know why? It, it, it didn't surprise me per se because when Filoni said, hey, I'm a big super fan. I can fact check you on shit. Yeah. Uh, I've got this stuff that I've kind of cobbled together. Let me do a little storytelling. It's going to be low uh, low risk because we'll do it in animated form. Nobody's going to be confused. And so much of that content has kind of uh, has fed. Um, oh, Christian. Christian, we know why you're here, baby. Ooh, Christian, don't come here unless it's for some sugar. We'll, we'll forgive you if you rewind a little bit. For our Muppets talk because it was just outstanding, boy. Muppet mayhem all day. Um, but that all being said, um, what Filoni has been able to do uh, is like you, like you were inferring. He was he cherry picked from Legends to say, "Oh, look at look at this new stuff that I've got." And a lot of his newer elements were just fucking building towards yeah. uh, towards Thrawn and that that blue skinned well, red eyed motherfucker. Ahsoka, man. Ahsoka, it was a direct... That was reverse engineered. I'm not familiar with his actual creative process, yeah. but if I had to bet my hard-earned money, very hard, um, I would say, yeah, no, this is where he started with the result, and then he reverse engineered it and figured out how the fuck he can get there where yeah. he has to be. Speaking of, though, that reverse engineering, yes. I think Star Wars is in a weird place now. Because for some people like me, half of the whole of Star Wars... Right. Right, isn't particularly for me. Okay. I don't need the... Thank you. I don't need the prequels at all. I don't need them. Right. I, I get that people like Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Well, here's the thing. See, Anakin <laughs> and Obi-Wan do not get along, And he bro. fucking hates sand. I get that much. Oh, who doesn't, though? Come on. Like... So what I think... So do you remember when everyone was like a not... Do you remember when every non-Star Wars fan finally realized Rogue One was hot fire? I mean... Do you remember... After they spoke to me? Do you remember when Vader showed up in Rogue One? Sure. And everyone just come to their pants? <laughs> no, I'm being dead serious. That was the first time out of Legends, <laughs> right? Oh, that was the first no. time we saw Vader be this fucking monster. He is he was, Michael Myers. He's as promised, basically. He, so, so I'm going to rewind a Please little bit. Please do. Some people might be familiar with the story. Some might not. For those of you who are not, you're welcome. Uh, because uh, uh, along with this story, I'll be happy to send you a 5x7 copy <laughs> of 
Sir Charles over here, butt naked, lying on a tauntaun skin rug. Um, so Charlie, when he was taken as a little baby boy uh, to go see Spaceballs. God damn um, it. When Dark Helmet shows up for the first time, cast your minds back. Why did our aunt have a straw purse? Allegedly a straw purse. Everybody knows that when you think of Dar Dark Helmet or Darth Vader, you automatically make the association with a straw beach would not be uh, at uh, not at home on a beach during the summertime. Beaches um, are scary because of the sand. Let me reenact it. Ah! Charlie screamed like a little bitch, thinking that dark. I was a baby, you now, dick. Now look, I'm not even gonna blame you. Not because you're a little coward or you're a little uskipe, but because Darth Vader is by design. Um, you know, fucking terrifying. It's supposed to. Right now, I'm on this little. I I go on spiels. Uh, where if I find even a, a remotely interesting type of video, I want to see every single yeah. one of them. So I've probably watched at this point, within the last 10 days, maybe 180 to 200 first reaction videos of children whose father most of the time, but not always, um, their parents are showing them the Darth Vader I Am Your Father reveal. Oh, shit. It is just chef's hiss delicious. So much fun to be like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I knew he was his father. It's fucking dynamite. But that all being fucking said, they told us from the jump, Darth Vader is a bad motherfucker. And all we really saw was him choking some nerd, which Ellis says is enough. I disagree. Choking some... No. <laughs> now he agrees. Um, so for me, the, my point being, it took until... It took until a side Star Wars movie to really show us why Vader was so fucking terrifying and such a badass. I would argue that despite getting more Vader in the meantime, we still haven't seen Vader as badass as in that hallway scene. Well, no, no. This yeah, is, yeah. This, I don't. I, I don't. I, I agree with that. What we have gotten is an amplification of Obi Wan. Absolutely. At Vader's expense. Know who we know who we've, in my opinion, done a huge disservice to, uh, in the years of new Star Wars content. Another Skywalker, who was they they told me he was a badass. I have only seen a glimpse at his badassery, and it was oh, a Mandalorian. Uh, Ray Skywalker. No? No? Crack! God damn. I'm talking about the main the Skywalker. Side, I'm talking about side. fucking Luke. Luke in the sequel series yeah. is a hermit like Obi-Wan and fucking Yoda before him. Don't, He's chugging don't on bullshit up. blue milk. Don't ask Mark about that because he ain't happy. Uh, well, but, but, but that is... Is that not the proof? That you need whether or not someone may have screwed the fucking pooch. Yeah. They took a character who we were fucking promised. This motherfucker is on the cusp of being the fucking badass. Then in Mandalorian, we see him crush some fucking robots, and it's awesome. But it's for a length equivalent to that Vader scene. Yeah. What doing Heir to the Empire allows us, John, it allows us a shit ton. And it's why I think it's what he's doing, kind of. Mm. You can't perfectly adapt it anymore. Too much well, weird shit happens in the sequels. Because of what Filoni has has done and kind of like the setups. Sure. Like to the point to to the point already now where it's out of order. Like right. So that sure. timeline has kind of been boggled. Uh, by by all of it, but what bit. you can do is you can finally thrust into the fucking world. If you want to talk about justifying a whole movie where someone is de-aged, bro, 
fucking heir to the Empire, as much as everyone wants to talk about Blueface, Luke Skywalker being this badass, the ultimate fucking Jedi, the answer to that ultimate Vader that we got a tease of, and that ultimate Luke we got a tease of. Give me that fucking shit for two hours, and then you're gonna, you're gonna, you could, you could provide mm. us with maybe a gateway to justifying the sequel series. Maybe he did meet Mara Jade, who was the fucking right hand of Vader, who's a character that's not even been teased so far well, in all of this extra Star Wars stuff. So if you I, have a I'll let you in one second. Yeah, you have a thanks. beloved character. You have a character that so many people cosplay. People fucking love Mara Jade, bro. Some people. Some people. Some people. Fucking the are, ones who are in the know. And some have never met her before. Yeah, the majority. We have a fucking gold mine character. Mm. That has never been hinted at. Right. Holy fucking shit, yeah, John. Yeah, so I mean, we're definitely in agreement that they're, they're, they're using the source material, that that was the right call, right? Rather than just extrapolating some bullshit that was lying around that maybe they were going to kind of uh, pour into a different character, but like, oh shit, Boba Fett, everybody realized that even though the T's are that, oh no, he is a badass. He is valuable for all this other fucking work. Uh, then they go on, and, uh, in essence, like in one half a season, undo it because now it is, it's been proven right. Like, oh no, he is a, a boring, boring basic bitch. And we're just going <laughs> to leave it at that point. Um, That's going to be what people clip. So the, the issue that, like, like I, I'm personally agreeing, I think Marriage Aid is a fucking dynamite character. When we saw her, though, in uh, the iteration that we got first, even though there were actually multiple iterations, because um, I read the original book that's like 1990. Yeah, I read the take. comic adaptation so first. So they, they adapted it to a comic. They adapted it in two different audio books, um, one with far better acting than the other. Hmm. Um, but you get a familiarity. They literally can't do that now. What they, they literally can't but do what it. You can they've, do. Already, they've already changed sure, up the proper sure. order and, and of I, Thrawn. And th I'm telling you now, as much as you have like kind of like a little hard on to see, yet the, only the second purple, well, the third, if you're counting video game characters, purple lightsaber to fucking hit the streets, um, you're going to be in for, for, a different, uh, for a disappointment. And also, as well as, she's the, the hand of the emperor. emperor. Right, so like she's she's in essence would have had. But to you could make at her... least tease no or explain but the see, way is... where she was, where she was hidden. But this is the thing. Yeah. Because you're forced to change, right? You're forced to change by what precedes right. and what follows. Sure. So we have a window of time we're playing with. She could be Thrawn's right hand. Well, so you could introduce she, her in this movie, yeah, yeah. right? Presuming that Filoni's going to think in terms of three, because he's such a fucking Star Wars guy. Well, he's he's, he's, he's got it's a trilogy. He he's is gonna. Trilogy. I think you introduce because Christian asked over on Facebook. The way you do it is she's actually the first movie's bad guy, going fucking toe to toe with Luke. Well, the the uh, I'll, I'll, oh, I'll come I'm in my gonna, britches. I'm gonna now. I'm gonna take my my uh, my. Don't uh, do this hand because my rubber stamp out. Look, if you can call your fucking your your John off, then I can give you the rubber stamp. What up? Um, it's canon no, now because you said it. I'm gonna say no, and that's only because. Well, you you're not making uh, the movie. If you, didn't I tell you? <laughs> oh fuck! Oh, yeah, can Russell I be in it? Roger, Roger, Roger. anymore. Um. So so fuck. the the thing about Thrawn, which to me reading it originally, <clears throat> was like so fucking badass, was that here's here you have a character who is such a badass military tactician. That he's like, oh, you got the force, huh? Talking about Thrawn. That's cute. So even Vader, even Vader was like, yo, man, this this fucking guy is like, 
this guy's not my kind of guy. You know, like he thought that he was in with the emperor because of the whole force shit, which is what he's been pitched to since back in the day. And then Thrawn comes along with just his blue skin and a clever idea. Thrawn didn't give two fucks about the the um about the 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 intention of the emperor. But I don't think you needed to do anything. Yeah, hold on. You very much almost slapped my dick. I don't like this below frame shit. I wouldn't expect the little guy to be out. How um, dare you? It's all, on Star Wars. Of course it's out. All now. Yeah, exactly. Um, all he cared about was saving his people. Yeah. So Thrawn was once you establish no Han Solo's a, a good guy. Han, uh, fucking um, Lando's a straight up good guy. Yeah, they may have a couple of wise cracking moments, but no, they're straight up good guy. Thrawn was really the proper oh, borderline anti-hero or at least an anti-villain which i'm not sure that term even exists but i'm gonna oh, say it let's now let's coin that too two he, t-shirts out of this episode he was properly the guy in the star wars world that was doing the wrong thing for the right for reason. the right reason um he just wanted to save his people he saw what was fucking happening we got a whole Sometimes show for that though. you gotta join them to prevent them like forget about beating them it's only afterwards he's like oh bunch these are a bunch of dummies these are a bunch of fucking wizards and warlocks one color wearing motherfuckers uh, i have blue skin almost nothing is gonna match me i'll just wear whatever color i want white white matches everything. <laughs> um so so now here the thing is thrawn he doesn't give a shit about the force good or bad so i don't think that mara jade as being his Unless there was some kind of like yeah, but I think I you you show you, you, you like I'm so bad as I you, can even you tell ex- this bitch what you me. just explain reasons why it wouldn't have to be that way. But nothing that you just said means that he he's the guy's a fucking tactician. He's gonna use the tools he has access to. So to say that he would use Mara Jade as a second command mm. or specifically wouldn't because she's force sensitive. I think is is in my opinion, respectfully, mm. I think it's a bit silly. I mean, I think ultimately, well, justice for Luke. It's not. It's not justice for like Luke Christian includes said. a nice big side of Poontang. Uh, Christian, uh, he jumped, but I, but you risk her being shoehorned. No, so because I, I, I don't I, think I air air air. The, so, if this movie was going to be the first time that our blue skin friend Fawn showed up, yeah. then yes, he's going to be in a season of television. I think he's more than a cameo at the end. I think he's well, no. Ahsoka's villain. He'll, he'll be, he'll be, he'll be readily available. So you could set all that shit up. So with the 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 big chunk of heir to the empire yeah. can really be Mara Jade's story with him still functioning as the emperor. Absolutely, dude. You're not gonna do a season of television with a villain, and then he's still the main villain for the remember, movie. I don't think so. You got to remember that this is now a canonical world where somehow Palpatine returned. They're, they're <laughs> yeah, not, he said it. They're not taking it upon themselves like, okay, kids, get your board ready and your yellow, yellow rope and we're going to fucking Charlie Day this all, all right. day long. Counter pitch. Yeah. Star Wars, Heir to the Empire. Yeah. It just opens. Luke's getting some. Mary Jade's like, peace, Finally. smoking a cigar. Fine, just blue later. Mi- blue milk everywhere. Like, <laughs> what the hell happened here? But it God wasn't farm milk. boy. Yuck. Um, I think to not include... If what you're saying is we're going to have an heir to the Empire style movie without Mara Jade, I think you've lost your fucking mind. Well... Because she is so integral to that if, story. If I may tell you why you're wrong. Do it to it. This is why you're wrong. Because the best storytellers, I'm convinced, no one can change my mind about this. The best storytellers 
uh, are not the ones that have a blank piece of paper and say, I have a brilliant idea. Let me go ahead and commit this down. Because in essence, you have that untouched, freshly uh, fallen field of snow. Nobody's fucked it up yet. Now, if that same artiste goes out there to the same fucking yard and horses have been running across, bulls have been dropping heavy Chevys all over the place, and they say, look at this fucking mess. This is the field that you have in which to create. And that person just sits back and just scrapes some shit together and makes the most beautiful Frosty the Snowman you've ever seen. That is a true artiste. That is a, a, that's a brilliant mind. So... What I would say is this. This notion sucks. What I, well, because it disagrees with you for once. Um, I, I would say, if you said, came to me and said, all right, this is what we want to include. Um, this is what we need to avoid. This is where you're starting. This is where you need to get go, um, get to. I would fucking jump at that opportunity. We play that game all the time. Yeah. Fix this. Make this character cool. Do whatever the fuck. So, yeah, no, I absolutely would include... Uh, not necessarily a significant amount of Marriage Jade for the very first flick of that to ex- to be expected trilogy. Um, I would more so leave her to kind of like the end, um, like almost like a burner. <sighs> Hold on, and only because they know that they have that mess of the clone emperor returning, and he's got all kinds of fucking clone children running around and pregnant. Take the look off your face, bro. Um, taking the I, the, I, the I clone think, I think children I lost your thesis making. Statement. Well, again, I'll, I'll rewind it yeah. if you lost me. Because of the mess yeah. that they have ahead of them that was already created that you can't retcon, that you can't undo, you have Emperor clones coming uh, coming down the line. If you make Mara Jade more of a shadowy character for the, for the first uh, outing and then just leave her as a burner for, towards the very tail end, oh, this is what's coming behind, uh, coming, coming now in the future... And Mara Jade had been doing certain things that you're only alluding to mm-hmm. in that first movie. Now your second flick, now your second flick can be Mara Jade heavy. What I think is that Throne is not going to have the majority of the screen time in Ahsoka series because Ahsoka needs to have that. She needs to build up to getting in front of the man. You're gonna have that same. I, you're gonna have that same exact I, I, formula going into two, into episode two of Filoni's trilogy. I think considering that. Unless you're saying she's gonna then pop up in the Ray series as like an older well, it's not a person. Ray, it's not a race series. They they've established the that next, also the next Ray sequel is, trilogy, right? So Ray is going to be a character, but what you're but they've already established. So for Filoni's flicks, what you're saying is she doesn't need to be front loaded, but she should she she should play an important role in the Filoni pictures that all take place before the sequel Well, it, it all depends. I mean, I would say, In yeah. a perfect world. In my world... So you and I agree. We're just logistically my, apart. Kind of, sort of. Uh, in, in my world, she absolutely would be an integral part, but considering the current state of affairs between the legacy stories, uh, the legend stories, rather, and the ones that we've gotten that are canon, um, it's just as as possible that they say, nope, sorry, no marriage aid at all. Yeah. And they'll just give us like a Jeremade yeah, and then something yeah. else. Well, that that's the nightmare. Cobble together. That's the nightmare. Because I, I think don't think that's going to happen because I, I do have faith in Filoni. I, yeah, I think he would be offended um, As long for as us. it's not a fucking cartoon. Enough with these goofy <laughs> cartoons, man. Please. I think, I think just an important touchback to a few weeks ago. No. I think, as always, Christian with a great drop in that if Star Wars, when they first were bought by Disney, had a proper writer's room. Yes. Right. 
right? And and of course, we stand with our brothers, sisters, and others who are currently in this horrible writer's strike. It, this is exactly why you need a room full of people that should have been hired and paid appropriately to help creatives like Filoni and Favreau who have these great visions. Right. They needed a few nerds in there to be like, yo, in 20 years, we need to get milk. Let, let me connect milk dots because nobody can step in. And probably the best singular example of this is when fucking Rain Johnson stepped in. And in that essence, fucking dick. He, he gave us a second movie that had less in common with the movie that uh, that that preceded it than like like a fucking Star Trek movie. He yeah. came in and he's like, oh well, here's number two, but you didn't see one. Space and then, gambling. Oh, but I'm gonna get my own trilogy. That is so fucking unfair. What he did, um, he did to that trilogy. Fuck it. So selfish is whatever. Like those people got paid. I didn't get paid. I yeah, spent money to go see the show. I got royally fucked, man. Whatever they had game planned for that original trilogy and those characters was, in effect, thrown out the fucking window. That's a very punchable face yeah. now for me. No, I don't care what the fuck he does, but I will say this, only because we're up against the time. This is my final thought, and then you can close it yep. up. Um, Mara Jade. Eh. Purple lightsaber. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, fucking Thrawn, obviously, just whip out the fucking giant blue schwats. Just throw it all over the place. You know I love me some Thrawn. Um, the main thing for me, and I realize that these characters are going to have to be supplanted with different ones. It's going to be a little bit of a rooting around in the toy chest. See who you come up with. Oh, I guess it's going to be Walrus Face. Um, somebody needs to fucking end up on the Wookiee planet of Kashyyyk. Oh, I'm Because with that is so ingrained for me Couple as, as I'm yeah. going through. And it's funny, too, because even at that stage, um, I was very well aware. It's just a, a, a veritable baby face. Um, I was very well aware that the original plans for uh, for Return of the Jedi was not to have them go to Andor, <laughs> a, pla a planet of, Teddy bears. Uh, of Ewoks. Exactly right. Uh, with all due respect... Uh, to my man, fucking what's his face, the uh, uh, little guy. Oh, from um, oh, Wicked. No, lost fucking, me. I yeah. lost it. Mr. Wicked. Wicked was as close as I could get. Anybody can name drop him for me. Uh, Davis, Warwick Davis. Warwick <laughs> Davis. John for the win. Um, but but indeed it was supposed to be. Endor was really supposed to be uh, replaced with uh, a planet of moon rather of Wookies. Specific, you just. Wrote. Oh man, uh, what could have been? So even my little formative baby stupid brain was like that will be the the greatest thing i've ever seen i haven't seen boobs yet so this was going to be number <laughs> one um and then when i read it, i'm like oh they put it in here they did this just for me because i've yet to have seen boobs i think you brought up mm, something and, Kashyyyk, Ella, baby. And, and ellis brought up something that's my ultimate nightmare which is like Mara jade but it ain't like that would break my little heart yeah uh, i do I have I, I i think honestly if i'm a betting man um, there's a higher probability, even though it might be like a like a fifty one forty nine percent advantage. Um, I think it's a very real possibility that we're gonna get some kind of I can't believe it's not Mara Jade character because they don't wanna they don't wanna reconnect so so many dots, but you never know. Here's the thing. Yeah. What I really need out of an heir to the empire type movie, I need a de-aged Luke being awesome. Because I think what has gotten lost with now six mainline movies, a bunch of TV shows, mm -hmm. he, despite how awesome he was in Mandalorian, 
I think, and Book of Boba Fett, because he's in a couple, he's, in, he's seen there too. Um, I think we still haven't gotten Luke in his prime being as Lukey as fucking possible. With that being said, and for this I don't, we can save it for another time, the more in-depth answer. I just simply want a yay or nay. Mm -hmm. If Filoni's movie wound up being centrally about Thrawn, Luke, Han, and Leia, and what they did was they just did de-aging, and obviously you have to recast because we lost our princess. Uh, may she forever reign in heaven. As she will. Would you be opposed to de-aging performances for the both again i don't want See, you to illustrate is, all i need is a yay or nay is, and let the people argue at this home. is tough for me um just to clarify and then you'll get a straight up yay or nay absolutely is it a mandatory multi-pack or can only well, can it be only little from column a little i'll allow you yay nay or to remove one of those three. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to say option C for me personally. And which which are you keeping? Which are you losing? Um, we've already gotten the DH Luke, so there's no reason to not include him in a not a not a not a starring capacity, but like more mm -hmm. of a, a limited capacity because they've really done a beautiful job. Um, Do you use the actor from Solo for Han? And I will give you nope. I will give you Chewie, because we we in essence like I accept he's uh it's okay that it's not movie quality because CGI <laughs> can even take that rubber ass mask. Um, I I wouldn't use Leia for obvious reasons. She's no longer with us. Um, I also wouldn't use Han for the sake that like I fucking love the guy, but also as well as we're already getting a de-aged. Harrison Ford in this last Indiana Jones movie, and um, it's always fun. It's always fun. Um, and and I feel like it might be a little bit of a de-aged overdose, which I'm pretty sure it's fucking fatal. So I I would stay away from it. I would since you're doing some creative writing anyway, make it a fucking uh, make it a Luke and Chewie side adventure gotcha. or whatever needs to get done. Uh, I need one more yay or nay before we pay some bills. All right, please tell me that my friend Ellis. Coming to us over on Facebook Live is not pretending that George Lucas can handle CG. When I saw a bunch of floating head fucking stormtroopers for three goddamn movies, no. tell me I'm not seeing that he's dropping comments like I don't see through his lies. Um, no, no, you're not seeing it. Delete, delete, delete. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here, bro. I'll talk to you later. John, I got some good news, man. <laughs> Uh, George Lucas may be a sellout son of a bitch, but we ain't because no today we are once again brought to you uh, by one of our absolute favorite bands. They have a brand new album re uh, album released just yesterday. EP for days. Uh, you're going to hear a track at the end. Don't worry. Uh, you heard them during the intro. Again, you're going to hear them at the end. If you're wondering where else you can catch their act, you can follow them at Bad Mary Band across all social media platforms. You can support them over on patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary Band. You can stay up to date. Badmary.com for merch and upcoming performances. My favorite part, John, is their brand new LP is available right now on every single music streaming site. Please oh, check it. them out today. I done got it. And when you're doing that, do yourself a favor and also ask yourself, where we dropping? The answer is with Sergeant Finesse. You can still currently find him occasionally gaming as a partner over on Facebook Gaming, but he's spending more and more time 
over on kick.com um, as is actually Joker Stream. Uh, you can find him on Twitch and uh, Kick as well. More and more time there, which I think is pretty cool. Really, really cool because it's an awesome gaming platform. Um, but they'll like, come to Mac soon. You're not kidding. Uh, again, multiple gaming streams every day. Outstanding game content, supporter games, co-streams, giveaways, contests. Don't be a sucker. Check them out today because when the stars is on deck, what do you do? <gasps> you salute. Also, if you're going to be in Japan, Check out Bad Mary. It's true. They're big. They're huge in Japan. They're huge. It's true. Now. Points to crotch. No, not points to crotch. They points to crotch. Yuck. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. We can have, we can have fun, right? <laughs> we don't, Charlie and I, as your favorite brothers out there, even we don't agree all the time. That's true. I might argue that with the thunder coursing through Charlie's body as often as it is. Oh, there is the self. See, when you. It, it, Sarge is just like uh, darkness from legend <laughs> fame. If you haven't seen legend, uh, do you see He's always favorite? jumping on couches. Go ahead. Fuck your couch, sucker. I mean, can you blame him? <laughs> just darkness is just the big horn, Tim Curry motherfucker. Say his oh, name. That's darkness. And he, <laughs> he shows up. That's the Sarge. What's up, Sarge? Hope you had a good stream, brother. Um, but that all being said, Sarge is here at the right fucking time because, uh, it takes a lot. Sarge can, can confirm it. Charlie can certainly confirm it because he's, he's working overtime to get there. It takes a lot to get on my fucking bad side, man. I do not like, some might say that, well, John, you're very good at it. You seem to do it pretty fucking often, but I'm telling you now, I don't like to rant, I don't want to get on the fucking so. You're there. You're getting closer every minute, man. I don't like oh, to shit, rant. I don't like to get on the soapbox because I, I'll step off funny and twist my little ankle. And, Ooh, it'll hurt so bad. If I have to get on my soapbox, I am going to. Now, I'm talking about what infuriates me most. And the truth of the matter is that it has to be my fucking people. If Charlie steps out and embarrasses himself... Never happened. Never happened. But if it did, I would be the most mad at him, even over anybody else who's personally affected, because that's it. That's my name, son. That's my rep you're messing with. That's how I feel when fucking nerds like me, <laughs> four color funny book aficionados, allegedly step out of line and show just what fucking basement dwelling monkeys that they really are. Guys, what the actual fuck? Because if you are a comic book reader and then a comic book legend comes along and makes a decision and you're like, Meh. well, I don't like that. I got fucking one piece of advice for you. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> Nobody fucking cares what you personally think of Frank Miller's Wolverine variant cover. Nobody fucking cares. Now, granted, in that same vein, nobody cares what I think about it either. I care. But I'll go ahead. One of one. One of one. I'll go ahead and tell you anyway. I don't like it. It is not my personal preferred style. And I read a lot of fucking Freak Force... I read a lot of Savage Dragon. I thought we were just um, all in agreement. Motherfuckers not like careful, careful, style. careful. 
I'll say this. I will say this. <laughs> that was a pretty good save me. Not everybody, not everybody liked fucking Pablo C Picasso's later fucking work. <laughs> Why did you they'll... see a different Pablo? I'm not sure. I was like, Escobar was a painter? <laughs> I'm fucking he, dumb. He could have been. He had a lot of spare time and a lot of personal time hiding out from the authorities. Um, but in all sincerity, and I'm not comparing. Please, please don't get it twisted. I'm not trying to compare Frank fucking Miller with Pablo Picasso. Because I got news for you. Leave that to me. Pablo Picasso only painted. He didn't write some of these fucking classics in the comic book world, whereas Frank, my boy, did. But that all being said, there are people out there who do not like Picasso's later work, right? They don't like that particular style. They don't like the idea that an artist, two million times above their fucking artistic pay grade, can look at the universe and say... This is how I see it. No, they say, like, oh, the fucking eyes and the nose and the mouth are upside down. The bitch got one titty. Like, they don't get it. I appreciate that. I understand. Not everybody has to like it. But if somebody comes out and says, hmm, Picasso, that guy sucks. You're a moron. You look stupid to the universe at large. I agree with you. I would not spend hard-earned money on this particular Wolverine variant cover. I wouldn't do it, right? Um, did you like fucking uh, Dark Knight uh, Returns? Did you like any one of these number of absolute banger classics that Miller is responsible for? Whatever the case might be. So Ellis is dropping a comment. I want to hit that real quick. Ellis is quoted as saying, somewhere along the line, Frank Miller forgot how to draw. The Dark Knight, wad beautiful. Well, I'm assuming he meant was. I got some keyboard fucking stuff. <laughs> He'll fucking show you for a table CDKSA was but ugly. That's entire Look. That's entirely a fair uh, opinion, right? Because art, any type of art, whether it's illustration, whether it's music, whether it's a fucking full-blown movie, whether it's a goddamn podcast, if I'm spitting, um, art is art. The appreciation of the art is subjective. Whether you like it or whether you don't like it, whether you like one thing or the other, if you make lists out of every damn thing like Charlie does, that's your prerogative if it makes you happy. I'm happy that you're happy. So Ellis, um, Ellis does not like this particular style of Wolverine. Ellis and I are in agreement on that. Ellis and I are also in agreement with... We're not fucking going to the top of the mountain and yelling at like the, the top of our lungs about it because the, the what it's inferring, Charlie, and this is what really makes me mad, is that this is my opinion. If you disagree with that opinion, you're wrong. And even more to the point, I'm better than Frank Miller. No, you're not. <laughs> No, you're not. I have news for you. If it was you and Frank Miller and there's room for one other person on the fucking lifeboat and the rest of the ship is going down into the icy depths, I got news for you, motherfucker. There is not any room for you on this door. You go okay? by talent. You and Rose can wave goodbye as you fucking sink to the bottom she of the icy, icy depths. I mean, I don't want to You're use, an asshole. I don't want to use this as a weird segue, but fucking Leo painted that bitch. That bitch never painted Leo. That's not even a happy point. face. And what I, a fucking I loved was. Leo style, man. That shit was like photorealistic. <laughs> He's like, oh shit, she whipped him out. I can't believe she's doing it. European I, bitches are not I joke. immediately take umbrage. And, yeah. and obviously, Ellis knows I love him. It's why I yell at him when he's wrong. Uh, the Dark Knight looks. Let me and, and brace yourself because I'm saying it for effect. The Dark Knight, I don't like the way that looks. I would argue that the Dark Knight 
looks shitty. But it's the Dark Knight. But so on me... my list of things to say, you know I love a yeah, list. Yeah, yeah. On my on my fucking list, I was like, on my listicle that I have about the Dark Knight, item forty one. Is like BT dubs. The art style. I don't like the art style, the art it. design. I don't like his fucking shot let selection. Me, let me say Doesn't this. Doesn't change that it's awesome. The does the fact that he is a multifaceted creator hold any sway over of you? Of course it does. Okay, so you, I would say, knowing Charlie the way I know Charlie, I would say Charlie can both appreciate and enjoy the art style of say Sin City. Oh, fuck yeah. Right, Sin City. Anyone who's like really into the art aspect, again, like like Ellis. Ellis who's is an a, artist. Ellis is an artist first, right? He's an artist. Uh, well, he's a ball. He sees a things. ball breaker first. That, well, let's call it ball break, ball breaker one and artist one A. Okay, one yeah, one. that's how I can agree. All right. right. So so one can love an aesthetic particular style. One can aspire to an aesthetic style. Neither me nor Ellis nor I think Charlie would aspire to the Frank Miller. Style, but for me, it's for two reasons. Number one, I know for certain I can never fucking pull it off. But I would argue that Frank Miller art and Frank Miller storytelling are un in un untwinable. Oh, that's, that's, that's a, not a word. That's a they, good point. They though. work together because fucking Dark Knight. You can't separate the Dark Knight story from that art. It has become iconic. There's an association. So if you took uh, an artist who was pretty universally very well accepted, let's say, uh, Jim Lee, right? Yeah. They, people, that, and that seems to be like the art style that so many of the younger artists emulate. Yeah. Uh, that's actually why I love Goddamn Emma, lines everywhere. Emma Kubert is so special, not because of her lineage. I mean, she is part of a royal family of comic book makers, right? Comic book artists. Um, but she has a distinct fucking style like you're not gonna look at her work and say oh that's the dad oh that's her uncle that's her grandpa no you're gonna say that's that's emma and um i think that that is one of the most that is one of the most bankable aspects and honestly like i'm very familiar with ellis's art style his color is one thing but i know if there's a big old juicy booty um i'm like that's ellis there he is um ah, especially because it's yeah, like so sweet because it's like the at&t girl a random girl from yeah. Shoprite. Ellis, like Ellis's catalog is Ellis, very specific to Ellis. Ellis's talent level artistically is just on the same level as his subject matter selection. Because I have an Ellis original of banger me ba in not, the office, and it's my booty good. somehow. He gave me a Charlie, nice so he's like, plump booty boot. Twerking. But in all seriousness, these voices when they come out, um, and granted, it might just be trollish. It might be intended to elicit this kind of fire, but in this circumstance, not always, not often even, in this circumstance, it fucking works. Um, do you know Cursed? I cursed, I feel cursed sometimes. Stop touching me. Stop fucking, fucking up your shirt. Um, so Cursed is actually, I'm, I'm, I'm free, <laughs> bro. Um, so Cursed is a, a, a novel, right? It's actually like a young adult novel, but I read it and I got time to You're kill. young in heart. Sometimes. Um, so Cursed is, in effect, it's the King Arthur story. A um, couple, of, couple of changes. Like, yeah, a couple of uh, characters. Uh, they <laughs> first like, yeah, yeah. So um, they, they made a couple of selections. Now, it was written by Frank Miller, fully, like full-on fucking 
uh, you know, uh, um, you know, full on like author style. It, it did not require anything additional, but the, the the words and the page. Um, but he said, you know what? I got a couple of illustrations. I'll pepper in there. Every once in a while, you'll come across those books. Um, and in this circumstance, it made the book better for me. Like, oh, look at this shit, right? Just just fantastic. It actually happens to be a signed edition. Um, so I will not have you talking <laughs> bad about it. A little humble brag. <laughs> it's more of like, that's why he's fucking protecting, he's protecting his investment. Um, but no, in, in all seriousness... He at the bottom, like exactly. I paid for his art. It absolutely, uh, it absolutely, it, it raised the level of the storytelling for me. Like it took uh, something that might have been a B and made it a solid uh, B plus, right? Even if it's somewhat minuscule. If you do not like something, right? If it's not your particular cup of tea, if you like ice cream but you don't like one specific flavor, you are wasting your time and you're wasting my time by making that the subject of the conversation. Fuck if I care, man. I don't care if you like pistachio. You you like double chocolate fucking rum raisin? Great. Order your sloppy <laughs> shit. Get the fuck off the line so we can go ahead and get what we want. Your negativity is bullshit. Nobody cares. Don't you sound dumb. Don't yuck my yum. I shall. Fucking if your yum is shitting on everyone. No, no, but yeah. my, my point is they paid him to do an alt cover. It's an alt cover for a reason. A variant cover of maybe the most overrated character in all all of fucking popular publishing, might I add. Also, what happened to having friends? This is a perfect anecdotal story for your comic friends. To be like, you see this fucking terrible Wolverine? I've got three. One's here and the other two are in fucking chat. That's all I got. Literally there. But there's so there's equity in that. If I'm going to text Ellis, you're like, Ellis, can you recolor this? Ha 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 Like there is, I fucking think this looks terrible. I wouldn't have brought up. Wolverine. I would have never in a hundred fucking years... 10,000 episodes of the show, I never would have been like, no, what I want to talk about? Some guy drew a picture I didn't like. And I'm one of those people who bad art I lose from the story. It takes away from the story if it's not the type of, not even bad art, if it's not the style I like. Because I'm like a pretentious yeah, douchebag. There is But no then bad I don't art. spend $4. There is this, no such thing as fucking bad art. How many parents have put up the goofiest fucking... A kindergarten art. Not our mom. She's not going to yeah. ruin the visage of the fridge. Yeah. You'd be lucky if you get the side of the fridge. Um, guys, I'm telling you right now, it's 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 a, like a, a scientific fact. Like Charlie said, there's no such thing as bad art. There's only fucking art that you don't particularly like, and an art that you that you absolutely love. Regardless, though, and, I, and this is a little bit of art 101. Um, the ultimate purpose of art of any style, regardless of uh, the format, again, pictures, paintings, plays, stories, whatever, hairstyles, right? Uh, nails, like the fucking the, the, the ladies at the Chinese salons. Um, art, it, art has a singular purpose. All of the styles are, the answer is exactly the same. Art is intended to elicit oh. an emotion from... Whoever mission accomplished, whoever drinks it in, and that's what I would say. Absolutely, Frank Miller accomplished that very, very much so. Uh, Ellis, I would put your booty drawings up in the fridge. Also, I would put them up uh, in the bathroom mirror. You know, a little private time too. Well, well what's the point? 
Um, but no, in all, again, in all seriousness, that's what art's intended for. It's so that you felt one way before you, you ingested that art, and you felt a different way after you ingested the art. So one might argue that even if you like it or, or didn't like it, it's still a successful piece of artwork because it elicited a fucking reaction. Smarten up. Smarten like up. God, fuck, that was... Know, know, know what you're doing when you walk into the fucking the squared circle, right? When you lace them up and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to contribute today. Fucking have something to say that actually means something. If you want to say, hey, you know what? With Frank Miller, I'm a fan or I'm not a fan, whatever the case might be. I like his, I like his art style. I hate his art style. I like his writing. I think it's fucking trash. I think he's medi- mediocre across the board. That's conversation. Mm. But to stand there like a fucking Dropping child... statements is To pathetic. stand there like a fucking child and say, mm, I don't like it. So because you don't like it, then nobody else yeah, can like it. Yeah, get a podcast to do that. I, damn fucking straight. I promise you, there is somebody out there who looks at this visage and says, yo, that's the fucking dopest Wolverine I've ever seen. Snick, snick. I'm going to fucking put it up on my wall. I promise you this. I promise you all this. This motherfucking image is going to be a poster. Mm. And that bitch is going to fucking sell. Once again, I've seen... They're not going to pay him for it because the comic industry is gross. But it will be a poster. Like, thanks for the money, Frankie. See you in a little while. Um, again, if you read Freak Force, if you read Savage Dragon, Fuck if yeah, you Freak fucking Force. read any of these class, like uh, Frank Miller, it's like you're talking about, it's like you're talking shit about George Washington. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? Just shut the fuck up. That wood teeth fuck. Charlie, so many, <laughs> you got him there. Um, so many of these fucking dumb, dumb voices out there. And this is the reason, one of the reasons why. I loathe social media so much. Granted, we use it. We utilize it personally and professionally and all that other shit. I'm a little addicted to it. I'm not proud of that. You know what I am too? You know what I'm addicted to? little fucking real time? I'm like, what was I feeling like a year ago today? Yeah! Gross, John. That's my... This is well-deserved. Okay, well, this is well-deserved. It's not your fault. Yuck, bro. Yuck. It's not your fault, John. I'm like, 13 years ago, it's not your I fault. saw this movie. So what? Go jump off a fucking pier, you dumb-dumb. It's not your fault. Yeah, I deserve this art. <laughs> that's not Wolverine. That's my my black soul. That's what I'm so, that's what I'm so defensive. Fucking hell. Oh, no. Um, it, it just, It's just fucking rude. I, I mean, it's, it's rude. It's short-sighted. And uh, now I will say this. Petrified. I will say this. For those voices out there who are like, oh, you don't, oh, you don't like that? You don't like this work? <laughs> oh, well, you just must not get it. Fuck you, I don't get it! <laughs> you know what you're going to get? An early fucking grave, scumbag. The fuck out of my face. I, Tell me what I don't like. I, if I don't like it, I don't like it. You don't have... <laughs> I didn't expect that at all. <laughs> you don't have to justify it, folks. <laughs> Have your opinion. I'll have more oh. respect for you. Oh, no. If you have an opinion that I personally disagree with, but it's your opinion, you're not just regurgitating some fucking nonsense uh, blurb that you read or you saw someplace. You'll have my, for what it's worth, and I realize it's probably not worth much, but regardless, you'll have my respect. So, again, the, the, the fucking, the quick 20 questions for Charlie. Probably like three. Charlie, do you appreciate that art? Uh, no, I think it's like okay. literally one of the worst things I've ever seen. Would you buy that poster? No. Okay, fine. Do you like Wolverine? No. 
All right, add these all together. Do you give a fuck about that variant cover? The only reason I give a fuck is because this is the most passion I've ever seen out of you. <laughs> I'm gonna play this back uh, like on my own time. People, people just, just Charlie's gonna actually. He, I promise, he's going to buy this poster. Just roll it up and teehee. Merry Christmas, John. <laughs> just a teeheeing son of a bitch. Um, guys, it, it's absurd. You, you sound, Ugh. you sound silly. I'm all for passion. Have, I... have your passion, but fucking pick and choose your shots. Can I add something? You may. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> let me let me ask you because we got a little bit of life in us. Um, when's the last time that you were fucking triggered by the those those like fucking those flagrant fouls of human beings out there? I got something to say. Oh my god! You're gonna listen to it. Every movie I've yeah. out of in the last year because I, I think we're coming off off of one of like the best movie seasons of all time. And every time I, I cannot help it. It's a compulsion when people are like Guardians Three wasn't that good. How is that the title of your article? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You dug it or you didn't? And I can wax poetic about that movie for fucking hours, and you have half an article. You lazy fuck. Like, that's the other thing, too, is the passion is so, like, people have some shit to talk about with this, like, piece of art. They're total shit talkers. With that being fucking said, they cannot go beyond the sentence. If, what hack? Have you ever noticed, like, the shorter the fuck yourself, the less informed it is? Yeah. What art do you like? Like, like I'm. That's, that's, I have always been obsessed with this fucking idea always, of do not the conversation ends. Do it's why I like lists. It, honestly, it's why I like lists because uh, my lists usually veer positive. Because if someone were to say, of course they if do. Someone were to why say would you to me, spend your life focusing on shit that you some didn't of these like? Fucking idiots on Twitter are fucking toolboxes. Because uh, my whole thing is if someone's like, time, if someone's like, I didn't like the Guardians trilogy. What Marvel trilogy did you love then? Like, one of the... I want to hear I, what resonates with I, you. Not, if I, you touch my... Let me point. have my skin fall off. off. Yeah. Um, even more to the point, though, like, if only to be non-confrontational about it. Because I've never been one of those people that if I like something, or even more so if I love something, that I require literally anybody to agree with me. Yeah. If I love... I've met your exes, so I know that's true. <laughs> and they've met you. <laughs> Wait um, a minute. If, if, if I, I'm if a delight. I, if I love something, um, I fucking love it. I can love it in a bubble, or I can lo love it on the largest fucking stage, right? It could be in the middle of Madison Square Garden, and uh, everybody's like, Boo! Boo that shit that John loves! Boo! That sucks! I'm like, yeah, well, you're a bunch of fucking dicks because nobody asked you. Dane Cook's not that the, bad. He actually is. <laughs> um, I, I didn't ask. I, my fucking affection or appreciation doesn't require anybody to be on that same page. Now, if somebody wants to like, oh, you love that? Shit, me too. Now we're good. Now we're going to fucking share a beer. We're going to maybe have a couple of, uh, of apps. Right? We're going to do what we got to fucking do because now you have somebody to commiserate with. But I am just as content to be like, okay, this is mine. See One you later. of my favorite moments. More for me. I was walking out of my office last week, and I bumped into someone who had just seen Guardians Three. They they enjoy the podcast. We spent twenty five minutes talking about potential future relationships. Like he's shipping the robot and Mantis, 
And I was just like, go on. Like, I want to hear your loving, sexy theories. Mm. Um, Then what happens? Who goes first? Literally, those I've never had fun with a conversation that's been like, people who hate that I love AEW are the most boring people I've ever met in my entire life. And that's my problem. My problem isn't that shit. I'll crush your face. Um, My problem isn't that I disagree with you. My problem isn't that you're passionate about lame shit. It's that you you cannot hold a conversation about the why. If you were more clever with your hate, maybe I would feel differently. I've never stumbled across. I've seen the most interesting, like, quote-unquote videos about people, like, shitting on something and be like, it's so funny how they shit on it. Be like, it's one joke for 45 fucking minutes. Eat a dick. Eat a bag. Look, because the thing about it, too, is there isn't a universal... Uh, justification for for liking or disliking something other than ours. If you if you're having the conversation and got about an hour and a half to kill, yeah, absolutely, we can pepper you with fucking a laundry list of ten things per topic. Sure, no problem. Um, but in particular, to come from like the negative perspective, uh, what's somebody gonna say about that Wolverine fucking art? They're not gonna say. I'll tell you this. They're not gonna say. I hate, they don't like the background. They're in the background. They're not gonna say. Oh, we've seen that fucking pose a million times. No, you haven't. You've seen the fucking jumping out with the arms out. Looks like he's coming in the third uh, third person perspective. Yeah, you've seen that plenty. Granted, I'll give you that one. Um, but that's not what they're saying, right? In effect, this is like the same voices that say that they didn't like a season finale because it didn't end the way they thought it would. That's 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 not a valid justification for your vitriol. Just save it or do yourself a favor and just say, no, that wasn't for me. And buy the other fucking version. They made an alternate cover for a reason. So you say, you know what? No, I want the generic version that looks like any other number of fucking generic comics that I've seen on the stands. I don't want the one that's going to stand out. Fine, great. Then you know what? You've got options. What you don't have is the fucking option to irritate me. Fuck yourselves. Fuck yourselves. Yeah! Fucking Puerto Rican rage! Charlie, do us all I'm gonna make all these fuckers pay! (laughs) Tell the good people how we close each and every episode of US Comics Cast. Will you or... I'll get fucking Frank Miller to do it, and I know he's available. First, you pour my brother a drink because he's about to lose his fucking mind. Then you turn the power on. Then you turn the volume up. Then you tune, Bad Mary, and open up the window wide and scream out into the night sky. We
Sitting quiet, losing concentration. Ambulance was sent away. The game was over anyway. 